Podcast City Network. Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to another baleful episode of Urban Nerd Weekly. Today is Sunday, May the 23rd, and it's Season 7, Episode 13. Thanks for tuning in and nerding out with us today, you guys. For today's nerd news update, Paul Mooney kicked the bucket. Kirk Franklin has a song with the baby. Jeff Bezos' blue original rocket has seats going for $2.2 million apiece. And Apple's AirPods can't play looseless audio. And today's topic, Nano Kitty Cat and I are going to continue discussing Elon Musk. Plus, we're going to go in a little bit on flat earthers. So tune in, nerd out, to today's episode of Urban Nerd Weekly. Chris of Final Score here, and I'm here to make a huge announcement that Space of Urban Nerd Weekly will be the special guest co-host for this week's episode, episode 106 of Final Score, live this Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Facebook Live. Just go on Facebook to facebook.com backslash PCN Final Score and hit the like and follow buttons. That way you don't miss out. Y'all heard it, man. Don't miss out tonight on episode 106 of Final Score. Your boy Space was here, gonna be on there live once again on Facebook Live with Chris Carnage for final score tonight. So make sure y'all tune in and nerd out for that. But on the other news, today is uh, episode 13 of season 7 of Urban Nerd Weekly. And we got a great store and show for you. We got a great store. We got a great show in store for you. Y'all know I'm like quasi, like I'm like one eighth. Uh, retarded so you know uh <laughs> I flubbed it up there a little bit uh nano kitty cat is gonna be joining us a little bit later on in the episode but for right now just kind of wanted to remind you guys about that as well as the fact that uh batman slash fortnite zero point number three is out i don't know if i mentioned episode, uh, uh issues number one and two, but issue number three is out, and I've been trying to keep up with it, and it's fucking riveting. So if you haven't, uh, I believe it's available on the um the uh, the new streaming thing that DC has. They're not paying me, so I'm not gonna be super accurate with it. But make sure y'all check that shit out. Uh, if you really want to know and you haven't heard about it at all yet, then you could definitely uh, I could definitely hit you with the link for that, so y'all could check it out. Um, but yeah, so rolling right along, um, first things first, y'all always know we do the digital download first and foremost, so let's go ahead and slide on on in today's digital download. In the music section on today's digital download on May the 14th, we had J. Cole with the offseason, Kodak Black gave us Haitian boy Kodak, 21 Savage in the Slaughter Game gives us Spiral, Euro Got It brought in Foreign Four and Forever, it looked like Four Rain. It, it's kind of cool when you look at it, but not so cool to say. On May the 17th, Famous Dex dropped off Say What You Want. On May the 18th, Young Nudie gave us Dr. Evil. On May 21st, we had 42 Doug, Free the Boys. We also had Young and May, We're Off the Yak. 
YG and Mozzie dropped off community service with a K. Hood Rich Pablo One gives us designer dope boys. Pooh Shiesty drops the deluxe edition of Shiesty Season. In the video game section of today's digital download, on May 18th, we had Days Gone available on PC. Divinity Original Sin 2 available on iOS. We also had SnowRunner available on, on a Switch. On May 19th, we had Aerial Knights Never Yield available on PS5, PS4, Xbox One, and Xbox XS as well as Switch and PC. We also got Elite Dangerous Odyssey available on PC. On May the 20th, we had Manifold Garden available on PS5, The Wild at Heart available on Xbox XS, Xbox One, and PC. And on May the 21st, we had Knockout City, available on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, as well as Miitopia, available on Switch, and Rust, available on PS4 and Xbox One. On to the book section, we have Tokyo Ever After by Emiko Jean. It's coming out on Amazon and in Goodreads. We have The Soulmate Equation by Christina Lauren, coming out on Amazon and Goodreads as well. Um, Noise by Daniel Kahneman. Olivier uh, Sibony and Cass R. Sunstein uh, coming out on uh, Amazon and Goodreads as well. Coming out May 25th is The Invisible Husband of Frick Island by Colleen Oakley. And that will be all for our book section. In the movie sections coming out May 13th, we have When Hitler Stole Pink Rabbit coming out limited. Uh, we have on May 14th, Spiral from the Book of Saw coming out nationwide. Profile coming out limited. Above Suspicion coming out on video on demand or digital. Those Who Wish Me Dead coming out on limited or um, digital. We also have coming out on May 21st, Army of the Dead coming out limited. Uh, American Fighter on Apple TV. The Dry, coming out limited. Seance, also limited. Four Good Days, video on demand. Into the Darkness, video on demand. And Final Account, coming out limited. There's also more. Feel free to check out MovieInsider.com for more information. And now, it's time to bunny hop on over to today's Nerd News Update. First up on the docket, our man Paul Mooney has uh, sadly passed away. Legendary comedian, writer... And uh, Leo Paul Mooney uh, has passed away of a heart attack suddenly uh, on uh, May 19th, a couple couple days ago, or, or la- like last week. Uh, he was 79 years old. And I mean, just to list a few of his uh, accomplishments, he was uh, one of the writers for Richard Pryor. Uh, he also worked with Red Fox and Eddie Murphy. And a lot of people from our generation know him as a... a Ask a Black Dude on Chappelle's show. He also helped write when Keeping It Real Goes Wrong for Chappelle's show. Um, he's known uh, some of his biggest actor roles were Sam Cooke in the Buddy Holly story in 1978. He also played June, but, huh? I don't think I've seen that. I ain't either, but he looked like he could play the shit out of Sam Cooke. <laughs> he also played June Bug in Spike Lee's satirical film Bamboozle. In the year 2000. And, uh, oh yeah, he also played Negro Domus on Chappelle's show. I forgot about that. Um, he also wrote for Sanford and Son. And he was a huge contributor to uh, and live in color. He was born in uh, 1941 in Shreveport, Louisiana. 
um, and eventually moved to Oakland, California about seven years when he was about seven years old. Um, so, yeah, man, it's just crazy because, you know, Paul Mooney has always been kind of known for being very vocal about his opinions. Uh, fun fact, he also shares a birthday with uh, first black president Barack Obama. So that was dope as fuck, right? Yeah, how nice of his mom just to give birth on Obama's birthday. <laughs> well, you know, according according to all the conspiracy theorists, the Illuminati probably went back in time and made sure that that happened. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, man. Hitler be born on 420 happened. Hitler was born on 420? I say that every year my birthday comes around. Say yeah, my birthday is the day before Hitler's birthday. Is it, is it bad? Is it bad that that makes a tiny little bit of sense? I mean, maybe. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, he bla- he blazed Jews and we blazed joints, so. So yeah, uh, set it on fire and fuck them all. Uh, that's the Aries motto, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a Taurus, so. Oh yeah, first day of. Oh, he a, he a Aries Taurus, so he just he's just angry for no reason. Stop attacking me! Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Did you feel hit a little bit? Yes. Uh, you could just name me. You could just <laughs> say my name outright. <laughs> like if you just meant my name, you could have just said that. <laughs> you, you ain't have to just. Beat around the bush. <laughs> I, heard all I heard that's what girls like when you beat around the bush a little bit before you before you go for the gusto. <laughs> of course, every girl doesn't have a bush these days, so I think that uh, that phrase is a tiny bit outdated. Yeah, men don't scratch that kitty cat like they used to. Most of them don't. <laughs> I got. <laughs> I'm about to have two under two, so clearly I figured out how to do it right. <laughs> I mean, they, they, you forgot to pull out, so that's your fault. No, I don't forget to do that. I'll be <laughs> doing what I do on purpose. See, I have to stay a child of God. <laughs> my legs closed and be an innocent woman. Oh, okay. Save myself from marriage. Let's let's step away from the electronic equipment right quick before we fry all of this shit from the lightning strike that's about to drop down on you. <laughs> lightning wouldn't hit me. I can direct it your way. Oh, so you're oh you're a firebender now. That's how we doing it. You're a Zuko sister. I mean, I can. I, you remember me controlling the rain, right? Well, yeah, but I always just assumed that's because you was like part Indian or something. <laughs> I'm actually part Irish. My name is Irish. Chauncey, I remember you telling me. (laughs) Chauncey! Look at you, Lottie. Drink up. You look a little pale. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just kidding. But everybody who know my name know my name, and they know not to say my name. The name that not should not be spoken. She, she, she who should not be named. Exactly, I'm Rumpelstiltskin. Voldemort! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But, but, but we gotta get back to uh, talking about the Godfather of Black Comedy. 
so yeah, uh, and you know, according to Vulture.com, a lot of people like to say shit like, you know, he had a decline, but really what happened was the, what reason, happened? the reason that he helped right when keeping it real goes wrong is because that's just what he did for most of his life. He kept it real in his stand-up and the way that like he talked to people in general. He was never scared. He never hold his tongue. He never bit it or whatsoever. And, you know, that kind of gave him, it blackballed him a little bit in the industry, but it didn't even matter because as long as he was attached to legendary names like Richard Pryor and the like, he would never, ever be forgotten in Hollywood or by the people. Um, As a matter of fact, he is going on record and saying in many interviews that the, the black jokes that Richard Pryor did were the ones that he wrote. So, you could kind of tell when you like listen to Paul Mooney's stand up and then go back and listen to Richard Pryor's old stuff um, where he had his influence on, on Richard Pryor. Um, but according to the Vulture.com, in his youth, Paul Mooney was a dancer. And you can see it, too, uh, in vintage clips from the 80s in the little grateful way he carried himself on stage during his comedy sets. Even as, even as he entered middle age and beyond, and even after he took the performing while seated, which was some gangster shit to do stand up sitting down, like, fuck y'all, I'm doing me. Um, he had a very dignified, almost regal kind of feel to him. No matter what he was, as always, laying waste to any notion of political correctness or politeness. And that's to say the least. Uh, Kill every white person on the planet, he said bluntly in his 2012 special, The Godfather of Comedy, to end racism. That's the only way to kill every white person on the planet. So that's just a little taste for some of you out there who may not know who Paul Mooney is. Uh, today, that dancer's elegant is, elegance is almost entirely gone, replaced by a slumped and diminished figure with a rambling, uncertain delivery. At 74 years old, and he was while still touring, um, it would be an open discussion at the end of his stand-up sets. It's a troubling state in which to witness one of the most important and underappreciated comics of the past half a century. And that's exactly what Paul Mooney is. Uh, like, like I said earlier, writing partner and best friends with Richard Pryor, Red Fox, Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle. The list goes on. You know what I'm saying? Even his, even his manager uh, for more than 30, 30 years had different views uh, than he did. Those people around him right now, she says incredulously, are going to put this man on stage. She couldn't believe even as his manager that like people was just going to get on, let him get on stage and say that shit, knowing how he liked to get down. So, uh, you know, without dragging on this piece of uh, today's nerd news update too much, just want to send. You know who, who he kind of looked like to me? Who? He, he kind of looked like if O.J. Simpson had a swollen face. If O.J. What if O.J. Simpson is one of Paul Mooney's illegitimate children? And that's why he put all them white people through so much hell without even realizing it was part of his legacy. What if Paul Mooney is a defective clone of O.J. Simpson? How would he be a defective clone if he was because a he Heisman like Trophy winner? Identical to him. But he was a Heisman Trophy winner. That was that wasn't that was a successful clone, my nigga. Like that sounds like <laughs> everything went according to plan up until he killed his wife, allegedly. <laughs> we all know who did it. <laughs> it was the Illuminati. They did it to frame OJ. They were mad he was winning all those touchdowns and he didn't do drugs, so they couldn't pin it on him. They couldn't <laughs> be like, oh, pictures of OJ doing cocaine. 
And then even then, they still didn't get him for the murder. They had to get him like years later for stealing his own shit back from somebody. Damn. That is insane to me. Yeah, uh, why you gotta go to jail for stealing your stuff from somebody? Right. Unless and you they, sold it to them. Uh, right. If you sold it to them like in a fair trade and you just wanted to one-up them by getting your thing back to resell and do it over again, yeah, you, you need to be in jail. You need to right. go to the jail. But you know what happened with that for real, though, right? Like somebody stole a bunch of his shit and then sold a bunch of that shit on eBay. And then he tracked down where it ended up at and then went and stole the shit from the person who bought it from the person who stole it. Now, let that had it been like the person who stole it is a freaking king because he. Yeah, he stole from the juice. He stole from juice. It takes balls to do that. And Juice went and beat up the guy he sold it to instead of him. Well, he didn't beat him up. He just went and he went and cat burglared that shit. They just caught him on camera because it was in the Vegas hotel. (laughs) So he's just like, fuck all that shit. I mean, I guess in his defense, I mean, I I guess if you got away with as a black man, you got away with murdering a white woman in the 80s. You probably thought you could get away with stealing your own shit back, which, you know, when you say it out loud, logically, it seems to be a good idea, like on paper. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, but moving on. So many times you can kind of like segue into that. (laughs) Right. Like, which is funny, because what if he used the segue to get in the room and steal his shit? And just sashayed on out like a super smooth ass criminal. Damned. Let me tell you this: I'll be damned if I get robbed by somebody who's just crotch thrusting around. <laughs> like, don't you pelvic thrust in my freaking household? You get off my property with never open. Leave the segue behind and be like, "Come on, man! I'm too big for a segue. How could I have done that? If the segue don't fit, you must have quit." But you know the real deal is. The real day, he probably didn't get away with it because by this time, Johnny Cochran was dead. So you, he should have just laid low after Johnny Cochran died. He was like, damn, I ain't going to be able to get away with nothing now. <laughs> <laughs> but segueing on over into the uh, next topic in today's nerd nice. news update. At first, I thought the article was like about Doe Baby and Kirk Franklin, but it's actually Lil Baby and Kirk Franklin who got a song together called We Win. Straight. <laughs> they got a song called We Win that's going to be on the new uh, Space Jam, a new legacy album, and in the movie. Uh, according to DoubleXLMag.com, an unlikely collaboration between Lil Baby and legendary gospel artist Kirk Franklin brings a sweet new song, a sweet new single to the upcoming Space Jam, a new legacy movie. On uh, May the 21st, Lil Baby and Kirk Franklin released their joint track, We Win. The new song is set to be a part of the new movie uh, on the soundtrack, and the movie is supposed to drop on June the 9th. Uh, and the new one, the new Space Jam, uh, stars uh, LeBron James along with the entire Looney Tunes gang as before. On the new track, Baby and Kirk Franklin made a, a holy uh, offering over the Just Blaze. Like, when did, when did Kirk Franklin start hopping on Just Blaze beats? Um <laughs> Franklin's okay. Come on, Double XL. <laughs> and now Double XL is just now we know they're Kirk Franklin fans because the next line and this is uh Franklin's glorious voice directs a choir that he probably didn't pay that follows his lead as Lil Baby delivers not one but two outstanding verses. 
While a crooning choir and church organs are oftentimes heard on hip hop records, the 26 year old Atlanta native delivers motivational bars that declare victory over his past obstacles. We'll be better than ever. Made a promise we could do it together, but now ain't breaking my word. I just wish that I could fly like a bird. And we're gonna pretend like that's not a reference to I Believe I Could Fly, which was on the original Space Jam movie. Oh, by, by you know who. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> I, I want to reference this thing that Chef said in South Park. I want to make love to the children. Oh, no. <laughs> I remember that episode. That's when the Illuminati took Chef, bro. <laughs> That's when they got him. And then they had all them animals rip his ass into five pieces. It was fucked up because he broke Ooh. his programming. And that's yeah. what happens when he you didn't break make love to the children. That's what happens when you break the oath. And don't make love to the children. <laughs> you are going to drive that point home, aren't you? <laughs> the sequel to the original Space Jam movie, which stars NBA legend Michael Jordan, uh, had came out back in November of 1996. It's set to arrive on July 16th on HBO Max and in theaters. The film features LeBron James, uh, Don Cheadle, Chris Davis, Sonequa Martin-Green, Zendaya, and more at the center of the flick. The new song comes as Lil Baby is gearing up to release his joint album with Lil Dirt called The Voice of the Heroes, which was originally slated to drop May the 28th, but has since been postponed. And I would give y'all a little snippet of the song, however, uh, y'all bitches ain't about to sue me for playing 30 seconds of some shit y'all wanted me to promote anyway. So, uh, yeah, but if y'all want to hear it for real, for real, we'll put a link in the description of uh, or y'all this- can Google it yourselves. Oh, what, why? Yeah, yeah, and you know what? I actually been looking up this shit because I really thought he had a song with Dub Baby, which would have been even more hilarious because you know. Um, however, the baby's name is Kirk. That's that's also the name of his album. And he did just drop a song with Chance the Rapper Gucci Mane and YK Osiris called Gospel. So I think that's whoever I read that first article or read the, the title of that first article of and didn't actually read the article. Uh that's probably why they were confused. But yeah, so whenever y'all wanna, whenever y'all got like, I don't know. A couple of minutes to kill, maybe three minutes, fifty seconds or so. Go ahead and check that shit on out. Don't have enough songs rapping about Jeebus Crafts. (laughs) No, you didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Oh my god! Do you remember those songs where they had uh, the remix to a lot of popular songs, but they had like the words replaced with certain hymns? Or like they come up with their own lyrics to um to the songs like it's Jesus friendly. Right, like it's supposed to be a gospel freestyle or something. Right. <laughs> and it always came off so horrible. Like I remember the first time I heard um like the gospel version of Love Faces by Trey Songs. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Whoa. But you know, to be real though, a lot of gospel and like Christian rap, like they be plagiarizing so, the bejesus out of a lot of like popular mainstream songs. Like that's another thing they talked about on South Park too. Like, cause when Cartman had his gospel band, his gospel rock band, 
And they went mauve. Popping that pussy nonstop. Not pop that Jesus nonstop. <laughs> it was like if, if you just replace a bunch of words with Jesus and God and Lord, it's a whole different song. Like, wow. Oh. Like, on the low, South Park be really trying to tell you how this game works. People just don't be listening. Jesus got some apple bottom jeans. Oh, God. With the wings. <laughs> the whole club is praying for her. <laughs> she hit the floor. Everybody got lost. She's got low, 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 low. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. So um, <laughs> <laughs> you got you got the next story up on, on today's nerd news update. Ah, uh, yes, for the uh the AirPods, right? Yeah. What's going on with uh, Apple's AirPods? Okay, according to The Verge, um, an article written by Chris Welch says Apple's $549 pair of iPod Maxes can't play lossless Apple music even when plugged in. It's AirPods because, you know, they don't even make new iPods anymore, sadly. Like, right? And they don't even make regular headphones. Like, they already took the headphone jack out of iPhones, making this giant leap trying to utilize Bluetooth. But, like, a lot of the times, people lose them shit. Like, bro, I, I lost them that. shits looking at the picture of them. Man, look, I just got hip to the Bluetooth headphones. Like, now I'm using them. And I can say that they come in handy to an extent, but they got to charge a lot. Like, like all the time. Yeah. Well, the one. Ones that I had before I got these, they I had to charge them probably like once a week. This I probably have to charge every day because the battery, like the battery, literally just jumped to one Jesus. as we're talking. So Jesus, AirPods. Before these things die, they die pretty quick. So, um, like these aren't like Kenny and South Park. These are still Bluetooth headphones, so they like. But anyway. Uh, streaming music might be entering a new era of hi-fi audio, but Apple's AirPod Max aren't technically ready to go along for the ride. The company has confirmed to The Verge that its premium noise-canceling headphones do not natively support playback for lossless files uh, in music. Lossless audio is not supported on AirPods any model, on any model. And, and, that, and that's retarded Apple's because... Apple was the ones that came out with the fucking like looseless audio on their device. Like when you listen to a i when you listen to like music on an iPod or an iPad or your iPhone or your i can't remember the rest of them. Like it's looseless audio. That's why it sounds so much better than a regular ass MP3 player. And then they come out with headphones that you can't even listen to that shit on. What kind of retard shit is that? And for you guys who's wondering what the fuck lossless audio is, it's also called FLAC, and it's an audio coding format for a lossless compression of digital audio developed by the ziff.org foundation and is also the name of the free software project producing FLAC tools and to uh, the reference software package that includes codec and implementation. At implementation. Fuck, I can't I can't read today. That word was just trying to screw <laughs> you sideways. Right? I, I'm terrible right now. I need to use the sleep. 
But that was according to wikipedia.com. <laughs> so yeah, it makes complete sense. I'm back to the Verge article. It makes complete sense that the AirPods and AirPods Pro have no way of playing lossless audio. They're totally wireless and Apple supports the AAC codec over Bluetooth. AAC sounds pretty good, but it's nowhere near the bit rate of CD quality or high resolution tracks. To do any better, Apple would need to come up with some new wireless codec, its own versions of Sony's LDAC sort of, or make things play over music, Wi-Fi instead of, instead of Bluetooth. None of that is happening today or by June when Apple Music will start offering loss, the um, losses. Things are a little more complicated with AirPod Max, which can be plugged into audio sources and uh, with the cable. However, it turns out that even if you have Apple's $35 Lightning to 3.5 millimeter cable plugged into a device that's streaming lossless Apple Play tracks, you're not going to hear the full auto fidelity of the source. Okay. That suck. So yeah. like basically, and it's y'all are Apple. Y'all knew y'all was gonna make this shit. What who who was asleep at the wheel this week? <laughs> or this year? Y'all had a whole pandemic year to get this shit right. We wasn't even bothering y'all that whole time. I mean, Steve Jobs been sleeping at the wheel. What do you expect? I mean, uh I can't even reply to that. That was <laughs> that was so ice cold, man. He's supposed to be asleep. He's taking the longest of sleeps. <laughs> when do you think he's gonna wake up? I don't know. I guess when the whole world ends, and, and you know, in case we get like a second chance or something at all of this, then we can ask him what the hell was going on. <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh... We'll also remind him that Jeff Bezos uh, and uh uh. Uh, who the fuck? What's Gates' first name? Bill Gates and Michael uh, Jeff Bezos screwing all the bitches he can't have anymore. <laughs> hey man, I'm against polyamorous relationships for myself. <laughs> y'all can do whatever y'all want, but like, uh, Bill Gates, he he just got got divorced. So did if Jeff Bezos. Side piece, you know, I can slide in and try to be the new wife piece. So did Jeff Bezos. They both got divorced within like nine months of each other. You know why though, right? <laughs> because their wives are cheating on them with each other. I mean, probably. I wouldn't doubt that for a split whole second. But also, you know, uh, they was both homeboys with Jeff Epstein. Yeah. And they both went to that island. Yeah. They like what they like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to not think shame, but they should see somebody about that because that's kind of a problem over here. You know, Americans aren't okay with that just yet, so we need to like kind of chill on the pedophilia. Therapy, <laughs> therapy is good, okay? You need to go right? talk to somebody <laughs> about your problems, okay? If you would think about sex with children, it's wrong, okay? And if you don't pay your bill, they're going to put a space between the and rapists and therapists. Mm. Yep. Because if, yep, that's how they work. That's what they're going to do. And then if you don't do it, they'll kill you and make a clone or they'll just put some Nimrod over your company so that everything you built will crumble in the whole generation. Or they'll do you like they did R. Kelly and give you an ugly ass wax figurine in the, uh, mm. in the wax museum. 
Right. Then take it away, even though they already knew what you were doing. Yeah, right. <laughs> it just, he, he was more open about it. See, that that's one thing they need to <laughs> see. Okay, before I say this, I do not support pedophilia in any way. Shape, <laughs> form. What the fuck he did was fucked up. I'm only saying this in a clowning way because I got a sixth sense of humor, bitch. So deal with it. She but, got a um, reputation to uphold. See, right, right? Because I often get called out of things because I'm joking, but people don't take it as a joke. Because you can't really tell tone on the internet. But anyway, see, the thing about R. Kelly is what, <laughs> where he fucked up is he expected for everybody just to go along with it, even though he'd been like baby sliding towards us saying, hey, y'all going to be all right this. Just watch. Right. You know, you gotta, don't you believe me. Just ready. watch. And he was wrong. Side to side. Right. <laughs> right. He had Aaliyah all up in our face on MTV. Right. And on the Arsenio Hall show. We ain't do nothing about it. Right. And then now y'all want to jump to say, hey, uh, you. It want- hurt. As soon as y'all feel like his, his uh, wealth reached its peak, y'all yep. decide to be like, I right, tagging them pockets. Stone him. Stone him for his sins. <laughs> Now he dipping it now in the fucking prison. Oh God, I don't even want to imagine what that must be like. <laughs> but yeah, on with the article though. <laughs> Did you lose your place? No, no, that was it for that article. The rest was rambling. Oh, a lot okay. of these articles, a lot of these articles, like I know a lot of the viewers have seen where like when we read Shit's them, just starts getting they wordy. Check out a little bit because uh, the articles start to check out. Yeah, like, they start repeating like, they self and shit. We we all about the nerdy shit, but like right. this, this we trying to shit. give y'all a condensed version so y'all don't have to go through what we went through and reread it. Right, because we want to give everybody their credit where it's due, but yeah, <sighs> we gave y'all y'all credit because you know the article so. A lot of the times, the articles we read be the best article we found. It it really do. We search and look. We 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 try so hard and we be googling so hard. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! You Google, you gotta Google so hard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, next up on the docket, we got the. Oh, yeah, Jeff Bezos got this Blue Origin rocket thing he's about to launch real soon. And, like, they got bidding. They had a bidding going for the seats on there because it's like this whole touring thing. And it's like, like, it's it's right now it's at $2.2 million currently. What's what's up with that shit, uh, Kitty? Actually, it climbed to $2.8 million. Oh, my Lord. And I'm trying to see if it's went up more from there. But from what I see on this article, Rob report, it's approaching three million. Wow, he about to get all his little money back from that divorce. Yeah, <laughs> right. He got to pay his wife how much per per month in the uh, expenses? Because when when rich people get divorced. The wives get to say, I was so used to living this lifestyle. Like, oh my God. Right. Like, what crock of shit well, is I have that? No, no trades. I have no remarkable skills. Whatever shall I do? I don't want to suck any old man's deck, but I'm probably going to anyway. Right. 
<laughs> and I'll never marry him because he'll never have as much money as the one I just left. Yeah, but he can leave me in the will. It would be nice yeah. to get right little Toyota. That's how they get their money two ways. My man had a Mitsubishi. Ah! <laughs> Yeah, they they probably they probably both over at uh Elon Musk's house right now trying to figure out how they're gonna divvy up their responsibilities. Nah, Elon Musk is on Epstein's island trying to figure out how he's gonna run it undercover. <laughs> so what's going on with this blue origin shit though? <laughs> According to Rob Report, an article written by Michael Michael Verdon. The price for the world's first space touristy is nearly up to $3 million and climbing. Bids for the seat on Blue Origin's July 20th flight jumped from $1.4 million in 24 hours. The flight adds new character to space travel, the tourist astronaut. With bids approaching $3 million and climb, expected to climb higher, the last remaining seat of Blue Origin's new Shepard rocket could be Come the mo- world's most expensive first-class ticket. Jeff Bezos' space tourism ven- venture yesterday made public its bidding process as it <clears throat> moves towards one-day public auction on June 20th. The 11-minute ride into space is scheduled to take off July 20th with six passengers on board. Damn. <laughs> We opened bidding on May 5th and have received 5,200 bids from 136 countries. Adrian uh, Cornell, Blue Origins, Director of Astronaut Sales, told Rob Report, we unsealed the highest bid and the bidding will continue to be public until we hold auction June 12th. Yesterday's initial bid was 1.4 million, but within 24 hours, we had climbed to 2.8 million. Want to become the world's first tourist astronaut? Cornell said potential bidders will need to put down $10,000 deposit, which is refunded if you don't have the winning bid, and prove that they can bid $50,000. Bidding is already well north of that, and public auction should see the final number skyrocket, so to speak. Some shit. Just for a little black black ground. I mean, I said, I said black ground. Food. Fuck it. I'm going to leave it at that. enough money just to feed the world, and we ain't got to worry about world hunger yet. We just throwing it away on little whimsical shit like this. Yeah. Hey, everybody, let's climb into this giant dildo and uh, break through the Earth's surf- surface, which we're never we're supposed hey, to do, probably. Fuck through the Earth's atmosphere. <laughs> yes. Space dildo. Oh, and uh, Rob over here. Rob's dying of starvation. Yeah, and um, America <laughs> is, is trillions of dollars in debt to itself. But you know for a fact that most of those people are from America that put the freaking bidding down on that shit. Like, oh, come wow. on. Are you uh, kidding me right now? Are you serious? Holy smokes. I'm actually looking up this shit. This is what Jeff Bezos was actually doing before he became uh, the CEO of Amazon. So he was already like trying to get this shit going. According to Wikipedia.com, Blue Origin Federation LLC is an American American privately funded aerospace manufacturer and suborbital space flight service company headquartered in Kent, Washington. 
Founded in 2000 by Jeff Bezos, who later went on to become the chief executive officer of Amazon. Do you feel better? (laughs) (laughs) The company is led by CEO Bob Smith. Wow, what a generic fucking name. Bob Smith. That sounds kind of made up. It's so, like, average. Hey, Uh, who's to say that any of these guys have the same names that they're putting out on social media? You think Chris Brown's real name is Chris Brown? I thought it was until you said that. <laughs> it probably is. I mean, I'm Googling him <laughs> all the time. His name is Chris, Christopher Maurice Brown. So, I mean. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, if I was born with the name, I mean, if I wasn't born with the name Bob Smith, I wouldn't change it to that unless I got like a bunch of bodies uh, on my real name. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, Bob Smith. And, and the company aims to make access to space, space cheaper and more reliable through reusable launch vehicles. Reusable, eh? So y'all just, so y'all's giant deal though is made of Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Myerson led Blue Origin from 2003 to 2017 and served as its first president. Blue Origin is employing an incremental approach from suborbital to orbital flight with each developmental step building on its prior work. The company's motto is Gratium ferocier, which is Latin for step by step, step by step, day by day by day, ferociously. I must add, ferociously. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They've developed a variety of technologies with focus on rocket power, vertical takeoff and vertical landing, uh, vehicles for access to suborbital and orbital space. The company's name actually refers to the blue planet, which is us, which is Earth, which is only mostly blue with a bunch of green and brown here and there as its point of origin. So, uh, yeah, if you guys want to learn more, Google your dicks off like we did and find out more. Um, however, yeah, we're smarticle. And uh, on 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 May night in May of 2019, Jeff Bezos did unveil Blue Origin's version of vision for space and also plans for a moon lander known as Blue Moon, set to be ready in 2024. Uh, on April 3rd of 2020, Blue Origin's national team, which includes Lockheed Martin, Northrop Grumman, and Draper, which sounds uh, they all just sound like they've killed somebody. I don't know how to explain why it feels that way, but those names just sound like a bunch of people bled to death. So that they could be rich. Uh, maybe, they were, maybe. See, they I were, mean, they sacrificed their youth. Hold, 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 hold on, Emma. They were awarded $579 million to develop an integrated human landing system as part of NASA's Artemis program to return humans to the moon. Return us to the moon. Bitch, y'all know, y'all know we ain't hadn't been there when they said y'all said we did. Um, China was there. China was but uh, I think, you know, I think I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure we faked our landing or whatever. But anyway, you like orgasms. <laughs> it is the American way. Uh, but that is all for today's uh, nerd news update. Before we get all into the subject of uh, Urban Nerd Weekly, I just I want I want to put this out there that um, for some reason, Every single time, like, I mean, you guys, I'm pretty sure you guys can agree with me when I say this. I know I'm just leading on for a very disappointing drop, but guys, bear with me. Why is it that whenever you eat Chinese food, you end up hungry and sleepy? Every time you eat it, it's like, okay, where did it go? Because it's not in my stomach. Because I'm still hungry. 
That's exactly how people get fat, eating food and not knowing that you're full. Like, I, I hate I hate how the brain works and the brain sends off um, different signals and things. Like, whatever signal that Chinese food gives off, my brain isn't getting it because it doesn't tell me that I'm full of Chinese food. All right, guys. So uh, some of our loyal Urban Nerd listeners, if you guys were listening to uh, the last episode, which is the Mother's Day episode, we got into quite a bit of debate about Sir Elon Musk um, after speaking on his Saturday Night Live appearance. And let's just say uh, I, 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 he was not slick at all. He fucking plugged Dogecoin while he was on there. And just manipulated the entire market for a, a good little bit of time. It had uh, Bitcoin going from like 59000 per share to like half of that in about 12 hours. So I don't he know if that... This entire top half of his body while he was speaking kind of like <laughs> bothered me. And then that freaking bird beak of a smile that he got. Ugh. <laughs> his smile looked like he, was, he had to learn how to smile from another person. So that was Man, like the best he, he could like do. Momo the killer was his momo. That's how that smile looked. Whoa. Well, that that considering that his mom actually was there, we can uh we could do a little side by side comparison in our brains right quick. Alleged ah! mother. We don't know that if that's a real mother. First of all, he could have totally. That's true. He could have totally paid her to be his mom that night. We don't fucking know. We never know. Like shit. I could, he could have been the sacrifice that got him into the Illuminati. Which, which is, you gotta admit, kind of motherly. Yeah, what a nice mother to give her life so her son could live with these fucking gang members. <laughs> that is because shit. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. Yeah! I love that song. So, uh, just so I could finish off my half of or at least continue by half of the debate. We're gonna first talk about the top eight accomplishments of Elon Musk. First off, X.com. A lot of people don't know about it. Uh, Is that a least, No, that would be triple X.com. Uh, I thought it was X and XX. That's a different graphic. Um, <laughs> that is a not an official advertisement. Although. We could go ahead and say that is an official endorsement because I mean it's got it's got me through a quite a bit of desert dry spells in back in my day. Big shouts <laughs> out to xvideos.com also. Uh my personal opinion. Best porn tube site ever. Uh Pornhub is overrated. It's shiny, it's cool looking, but first of all, who the fuck is paying for porn these days? You get so many viruses on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> And so are the girls that are filming for the site. Ah, uh, irony. How many OnlyFans do you think Elon Musk is subscribed to? You know, he probably got smart and just bought a couple of stakes in OnlyFans, so he doesn't have to subscribe. He just he gets goddamn owner back in uh, access, and he could just click oh, on wow. whatever the so fuck he wants. To. Elon Musk is the pimp behind OnlyFans. Damn, he's a pimp for kids on Epstein's Island. <laughs> and whoa, whoa, whoa! Musk was never on the island. Haha. Allegedly. Another point. Well, I mean, come on. Everybody's visit to the island is alleged at this point. Epstein. Uh, well, when they killed Epstein, he died with all those secrets. 
when Betty White killed Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> Is that whose blood she's drinking to stay alive these days? Maybe. Maybe she's <laughs> the blood of little girls. Oh, man. But uh, a lot of people don't know that uh, X.com is what turned into PayPal. So, haha, Genius stroke number one. Uh, of course, he also did uh, uh, started up Tesla. Uh, hold on, hold on. I'm getting a call. What the hell? Stroke of genius number two for Elon Musk was uh, becoming an early investor in Tesla, uh, which is right now the king of electronic vehicles, which I didn't know. Those sons of bitches are actually fast as fuck. I seen one on the, on the road the other day. That shit took the hell off. Uh, and during the pandemic, the Tesla stock price increased by like 700% adding $140 billion to Elon Musk's uh, net worth. Um, next stroke of geniusosity is Solar City, uh, which was acquired by Tesla vis a vis Elon Musk. Uh, today, Tesla's residential solar energy product, known as Solar Roof, which combines premium glass roof tiles with energy generation. Uh, so, yeah, shooting us all into the future with motherfucking, uh, what's that shit called? Solar energy? Hell yeah. I've been learning about that shit since the third grade back in the uh, Miss Frizzle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> magic, since I've been watching Magic School Bus, I totally fucked that joke up. Can't forget. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, also, he also did SpaceX, which we talked a little bit about last week. Uh, and, you know, they're in the middle of getting ready to colonize Mars, so we'll see how uh, him, and, him and Jeff Bezos might team up in the future, and they might just put people on a blue origin. It might be called the Blue Falcon origin or some shit like that by the end that they link up. I can't wait to hear that Elon Musk dies on Mars because he took his spacesuit off trying to assure people that he will be okay. <laughs> just saying. Well, just well, saying. That's if, you know... Because that's if he makes it through the uh, initial trials of the Hyperloop. So between trying to shoot people beneath the Earth and shoot people out of the Earth. Oh, Hyperloop, that's if he's able just to last a, a trip from Earth to Mars. <laughs> well, they're going to gonna kick it on the moon for a little bit first. Then they're going to do the whole... Cause they gotta go to Mars to colonize it. You know what I mean? So They gotta go... Um, they gotta get the timing right. They have to make sure that the planets are in the pr proper position for them just to make that type of trip, along with the fact that you have to really calculate how long it's going to take for them just to go from here to there, which will yeah, probably- Yeah, because space is big as fuck, bro. Exactly. And who's to say it wouldn't take like two years to get over there? I know it's not going to take two years to get to Mars for the record, but to be fair, I don't know how long it's going to take. Probably like a week or so. Right. And that's if we're going like super fucking fast, bro. It takes three days for us to get to the moon. However, however true that may be, name someone else that's even close to hawking them in in that regard. Uh, we also got to mention SpaceX's Starlink, which is which has more than 40,000 satellites in orbit, which is connecting the shit out of all of us. And in a couple of years, he's going to be telling Mark Zuckerberg to eat it. Um, 
I would say Hyperloop, but we already talked about that last week. Uh, he was also um, he was also along with uh, Peter Thiel and Reed Hoffman uh, and being the early investors of and founders, actually, of LinkedIn. So, yeah, dude, fucking that shit. Uh, Neuralink. Is a newer yeah, technology to create an account on LinkedIn. You know how many people sell, told me just to make an account on them. You like, told it me ain't so they can eat my ass. Uh, well, considering we just got through talking about how they've been on Epstein's Island, he'll probably do it. <laughs> Silence. That doesn't happen often. No, the the mic was muted. I'm over here trying to stuff my face with popcorn. Corn of pop is what she's eating, ladies and gentlemen. Right after she told someone to eat her ass, she's going to stuff her face full of popcorn and make sure she's good and gassy by the time they put the face down there. Who yeah, knows? Like corn pops before it goes down my digestive tract and not get digested. <laughs> oh, yeah, because corn tends to come out whole. A corn whole. Um, but yeah. <laughs> And who knows? We don't know. One of them might be fart sniffers anyway, so you might be giving them exactly what they want. Um, he also has launched Neuralink, which is a neurotechnology company in 2016. And first of all, it's also it's starting off to help people with paralysis to regain independence through the control of computers and mobile devices. So it like gives people the ability to like control like their little animatronic arm and legs and junk so they won't have to be all tink tink and be scratching and sparking shooting sparks out of the ground when they run and uh so he's trying to update people's auto mail basically uh shut up (laughs) (laughs) but you know how like when people get paranoid and then they have to get them prosthetics and junk but they usually be all stiff or like if they're paralyzed for real for real they can't like really move them well the knurling thing allows them to be able to control the prosthetics huh (laughs) I said, then they should just die. <laughs> oh, yeah. But they also trying to get it to uh, treat a whole bunch of neurological disorders, restore sensory and movement. And also, it's going to help us be able to communicate telepathically, people. Let's not ignore that. Oh, um, yeah. I'm not going to ignore that. Don't nobody better read my mind because they ain't ready for the truth. Well, people ain't ready for what's inside of my brain hole either, but. You know what? If the technology exists, I'll still be excited about it. Hey, man, um, I'm not going to be too keen on the government knowing my secrets. Oh, oh, damn. You're right. Fuck. Fuck. I forgot about the government. They always get their grubby mitts on How shit like this. forget about the big man in charge? Because I'm in my I'm in my white box right now. They can't. Well, they probably can't hear me. I got like eight. Well, again, you're recording yourself speaking, literally. Yeah. Yeah. With like. This is what we do for a living. With like eight other microphones in the room, even though they're not on, they could probably still hear through them shits. I don't give a fuck. Uh, and you're recording on Zoom. You think Zoom don't keep records of their recordings? Well, they got to if they could send them to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't really. I, f- I forgot. I forgot about those sons of bitches, and they yeah, probably will be yeah, all inside of our brains. Like, oh wow! But you know what? I bet that won't stop shit. I bet they ain't even going to use it like to stop stuff from happening. They're just going to use the blackmail people like, oh, you invented this cool ass thing that millions of people love. Hey, guess what? We remember that time when you were 17 years old uh, when you thought about butt fucking your dad's couch. How about we tell everybody about that unless you give us 60 percent discount on everything you make? That's blackmailing and you can go to jail for that. 
Who the hell controls the jails, Nano Kitty Cat? That's right, the record companies. <laughs> I was about to say the Palestinians, but... <laughs> I, I have no rebuttal. Because they probably do. Who the fuck knows who the hell Trump sold America to? Or hell, who's to say we weren't already sold before america is a corporation it is not a nation people before yeah, i get on, we're just numbers in a system we're bank accounts oh yeah i actually heard this really interesting thing that you could like use your social security number to like withdraw money some kind of weird ass way i heard about that they were saying like i remember they said something about you can use your social security number and your birthday is like the information on Amazon just to order some shit because it's like trillions of dollars in your name and on your account and stuff. Yeah. Took a video of him doing that and I'm like, nigga, if you don't stop trying to dupe these people out of their fucking money, like, come on. You're just trying to find some kind of way for people to still look stupid. Right. Not to mention put in very vital information. Say the guy that was showing everybody that doesn't have a fucking program set up to snatch that every time somebody tries it like yeah he might like dude i bet he ain't got a vpn on his computer or any of his devices he don't have any type of protection against any type of malware or people from like trying to figure out where he's located at like all you got to do is click a link just to find somebody's ip address nowadays for real man and then once you get the ip address you can see all the addresses they done been at with that motherfucker with the right technology you're right. Who all up in your house? The NSA. Or the NRA. <laughs> they wish. Then they could keep their guns. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back to the back to the um uh Elon Musk thing. Yeah. I, pre- I presented my evidence. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking up some of this stuff because some of this stuff I haven't even heard about and it sounds retarded to me, but I'm going to try to give it the benefit of the doubt. Well, we can't actually say retarded about his stuff because he kind of has a thing, you know, he's got the Asperger's, which is on the spectrum. Hey, man, I don't give a damn how good the burgers on his ass is. At oh. the end of the day, I still don't trust this man. <laughs> Lord of mercy. I don't even see how this is supposed to work. A brain chip? You need to get a chip in your brain for this? Who the fuck? Yeah, dude. Talking about that Neuralink shit? Yeah, I'm trying to look more about it. See, it and, and like that's something the... that'll go off in a metal detector. It probably it will. Like, it looked like something that will literally kill you if you get resuscitated using an AED. Oh, you're talking about the clear thing? Yeah. Is that what that's called? Um, it comes on one of those, yeah. Oh, sniggity snap. Yep, probably fry your shit whole. See, the thing about devices like these, especially if you put things in brains, like there's a reason why even in um in medical, if you have a pacemaker, like an internal pacemaker. You have to let the EMT know in some kind of way if you have that. Because if in case of an emergency, you pass out somewhere and you need to be resuscitated, if they tap into that, they can fry those batteries and make it explode. 
if you need to be resuscitated with the uh, the uh, AED. Oh, wow, that's crazy. I feel like if you got a pacemaker, you need to, like, wear a bracelet or some shit that says that in case you... Actually, yeah, there's a lot of companies that make specific things. Like, there's, um, like, even with those companies that you can make customizable bracelets, Yeah, a lot of people get those customizable bracelets and say whatever conditions that they need to be listed. Like, some people put, like, their diabetic, heart problems, prone to seizures, prone to stroke, or saying, hey, I'm allergic to this. Oh yeah, I was just about to ask about like allergies and shit. Yeah, like you can it's customizable. A lot of places sell those for I'll die if you shove a peanut up my ass. Please don't do it. (laughs) I will swell up and everything will just be oh so awful. (laughs) Oh oh, it hurts even thinking about it. Oh my ass. Literally, because they got the neural link chip. Not to mention the government has another way of tracking your ass. And number two, or is this number three? I lose count. Oh, I see an article. Neuralink co-founder Max Hodak leave Elon Musk brain implant company. Published May 1st, 2021. Updated on May 3rd, 2021. Oh, shit. This is recent. Neuralink what does that say? Max Hodak announced on Saturday via Twitter that he is no longer with the health tech venture in which he was a co-founder on with Elon Musk and seven other scientists and engineers. He said he has not been working there for a few weeks and did not reveal the circumstances of his departure. The tweet said, some personal news, I'm no longer at Neuralink. As of a few weeks ago, I learned a pun there and remained a, remained a huge cheerleader for the company. Onward to new things. Fremont, California-based Neuralink is developing an ultra-high-bandwidth brain machine interfaces to connect humans and computers, according to the company's self-description on LinkedIn. Musk, who is the CEO of the electric car markers Tesla and the aerospace defense contractor uh, SpaceX, has, without showing evidence this is possible, that Neuralink's devices could enable superhuman cognition, enable paralyzed people to operate smartphones or robotic limbs with their minds someday and solve autism and schizophrenia. So see, a lot of the things that I realized with the things that you listed um, with Solar City, Hyperloop, Neuralink, um, those are things where he would blandly say, oh, we don't have the technology just to make this possible because it hasn't been invented yet for the simple fact that he can't do it. There's no way possible for him to do it. So he's just going to be like, okay, well, we'll invent a way. And it's like, how the fuck do you plan to invent a way when we don't have a way to try to even remotely go close to inventing a way right now? Because we can't, we can't toy with the laws of physics. You can't just like toy with the laws of literal nature. Like, he's trying to go against the natural things, like the natural aspect of a lot of things, just for him just to make these little fantasies come to life. Now, the only thing that I can admit to is that Tesla is a pretty good car, but even Tesla has its own problems. Like, there was an issue with this automatic stopping system where, like, it'll be a car in front of them. The car is supposed to stop, but it don't. And it will smash right into the back of that car. Or it'll be like, is proximity, whatever, the, the little proximity sensors 
might be clogged because of whatever uh, weather, dirt, or whatever the case may be. It may constantly beep saying that there's something here, even though it may not even be there. Well, like, yeah, but that's the same problem that all of the car manufacturers are facing right now. I mean, most cars now that are coming out within the last three years have at least a sensor that lets you know where it beeps or something to let you know when you're getting close. And a lot of them do malfunction because it's a new technology. I mean, we could go back to when the fucking car was first invented. The Model T from Ford wasn't the greatest shit ever. You remember how many people was fucking dying because them bitches hadn't even thought of seatbelts yet? I mean, you know, we're going to have to lose a couple of motherfuckers before we get this shit right, but Let's let's remember everybody that has a Tesla didn't have to give a shit two weeks ago when the whole East Coast was running on that fucking gas shortage. Now, did they? You know who helped them be able to do that? Motherfucking Musk. Parking sensors have been used since 1982. Oh, wow. That's a lot longer than I thought. With Toyota Corolla... Um, well, Toyota introduced the ultrasonic back sonar um, in 1982, according to Wikipedia. Hmm. I did not know that. I thought that shit didn't start till at least like the year 2000 or something like that. Well, let me let me specify um, what kind of sensors, because, you know, having different sensors on a vehicle, I expect for certain things just to be able to go like that because you have to sense how fast you're going you have to sense like um which way the, the uh, wheels are moving and things like that you know at least i think right. i'm not a person you know plus you I'm also just, have to calculate in like the speed of like you versus the other objects that you're near also right right the first mainstream cards to feature such sensors was the toyota prius released in 2003 although toyota had had introduced the ultrasonic back sonar in 1982. Toyota Corona offering till uh, 1988, the year when the Ministry of Industry granted patent rights for the industrial invention. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's about, about the same for if, if I type in um, proximity sensor. Well. But so, yeah, like that as of 2000. With the Toyota Prius. Now, we. I didn't even know Toyota was the the one that had made the Prius, (laughs) which has like one of the most feminine names for a car, even though I do personally feel like all all cars are girls. I have a. Is it the powder blue Prius outside? Yeah, that's mine. Yeah. (laughs) The powder blue over there. Yeah, yours is baby blue, and I don't really like the baby. I like the powder blue. So yeah, based based on our debate though, I will I I still say you know he he might not be fucking Tony Stark. However, Elon Musk has done some amazing shit. Uh, but I will kind of have to. I can't even help but agree that he does he does come up with a lot of cool ass fucking ideas. And then he's rich, so he can like put money behind getting this shit started. Well, he's rich, but not so he- all of it. Not all of it probably is. You know something that he can do it just sounds really cool and then he raises a bunch of money based off of the fact that he's introduced this idea and then he takes the money and goes and does uh more you know 
more shit that's more likely to actually happen. Like, I feel like he, he started up all this other shit just so he could build, you know, the actual, the, te- the first model of Tesla. So, yeah, based off the information, like, I've looked up just now, as far <laughs> as the Tesla is concerned, the Tesla is basically the exact same as every other car. It's just, it has a lot of stigma behind it, pushing it just to be a supercar outside of that. Like, yes, it has and benefits. It is totally electric. Happens. Like, let's not yeah. forget, that's not like every other car. Like, yes, there are other electric cars and we do have the hybrids, but A, most electric cars don't go that fast. The Tesla is actually faster than the car I used to have, the the, the Hyundai uh, Elantra. The Tesla's faster than that shit. Let me see what the average miles per hour for the uh, electric Prius. No, don't look up the average miles per hour. Look up the top speed for the Prius and then look up the top speed for the Tesla. And that is how we're going to know. So for um, Prius, we have 112 miles per hour. And the Tesla? One hundred and sixty-three miles per hour. Boom! Yoom! Because I saw one take off with my but own see, with my own eyeballs. It blew me away. I didn't even think they were that fast until I saw that. Let's be practical here. What situation would you need to hit one hundred and three miles per hour? I mean, one hundred and sixty-three miles per hour. If I and was a, a people, if I was a rich playboy trying to shit that. on another rich playboy in order to get some poon, that's the perfect situation to show off that shit. Did y'all forget about Paul Walker already? Like, damn. <laughs> no, <laughs> why? I forgot about this man. His whole career was just doing his zoomiest zooms, and he zoomy zoomed into a tree or something. Okay, first of all, you're gonna look that up next time we talk about it so you can be more accurate. But I do know what you mean. He did die in a speed-related vehicle incident, and they had to put his look-alike brother with no lines at the end of the movie when they was getting all nostalgic and playing Wiz Khalifa and shit. Him, I think it, it like I think I remember it was two people in the car at the time. Like I don't know if he was driving or not. Like last time I checked, or uh, remember the last thing I remember was he wasn't the driver. But uh, Paul Walker and somebody else was in his Porsche and drove into a lamp post. Oh, they wrecked a Porsche and man at high speed. Oh man! And Roger Rodas was the one driving. And so, the Porsche with man. That being, with that being said, what situation would you need to be going 163 miles per hour outside of just being an asshole and <laughs> or just trying to be a show off? Uh, first of all, if you want to talk about me, you could just say that. All right. Because first of all, there's a very <laughs> valid reason to go 163 miles per hour. Not to mention, just think no, it's not. It's not the only reason. It's just a really good reason that you're not acknowledging is a really good reason. 
what about also, what about what if, if what if you what if you was having a, another little nano kitty cat and you're in labor and don't you wish that goddamn shit on me first <laughs> of all uh-uh you would use a goddamn another example you and you and you stayed you with your baby daddy and you was in labor. Oh, he need God. to get you to the Why hospital. Are you setting this up so horribly. He need to get you to the hospital right now. Are you gonna want to get I will in a call fucking it Prius again and hope and pray that it still has We're enough charge to get you there? Yes, because if my water breaks on my floor, oh my gosh. <laughs> but no, I even in that situation, I would refuse just to go that fast because you're not going to be in a mental state there's to be, other people be making those kind of judgment calls you're going to be pushing a watermelon out of I your mean, lemon squeezer after having the one that i did have i can honestly say it wasn't that bad i mean i'm, I'm pretty patient as a person and even in that situation i was pretty patient well then See, i'm but still, but still, given the choice between a Tesla and a fucking Prius, what are you going to want to hop in? The Marta bus, because I'm cheap. I don't got no money for that. First of all, I'm calling Cap right now because you're way too much of a germaphobe to be getting ready to be on the way to a hospital that you don't trust on fucking dirty ass Marta while you about to push your whole baby out into this world. <laughs> ain't no way, ain't no way. Ain't no way. Cap, cap, cap. <laughs> hey man, I'm I'm all for a homer. I will sit my ass in that tub. Well, if you want to do that, you better do it before you get in your thirties, because then you're gonna be having all complications and junk. Hey, I already had the one that I needed to have, which I didn't really need to have. Right, so therefore, you can't offer evidence that it won't happen again. Yes, the fuck I can, because I can easily jump off a roof. Put <laughs> my life into pieces. Oh, God, playing rock music and shit, or emo, <laughs> or that emo rock. Yep. Yeah, that's totally what it is. It's emo rock. You know yeah. what? And just to piss you off, your last moments, I'm going to show up and I'm going to play the Superman theme song. Dun, dun. Somebody save me. Oh, man, that would be perfect. That'll be a perfect exit. Go yep. out like Superman. Come nope. on, man. First Come of all, on. Superman ain't dead. <laughs> Which brings me to my second point. I'm going to make sure somebody saves you just to piss you off. Damn. So how did I get moved into living longer again? <laughs> it is the devil's ultimate torture to keep you alive. Why would I torture myself this hard? Because it feels good. I don't yeah. care. I am a child good. I'm a yeah. fallen angel. I'm still an angel. Which means you're still My falling. Forever falling, but never landing. That's how. That's how it works. But uh, that's all we're gonna be on about uh, Elon Musk. For we now, because I still gotta look up the rest of this stuff so I can come back and roast your ass on this. Well, maybe we could start off season eight. We got because you know we got the season seven finale on the next episode. Right, right. So for to come in strong on season eight, we'll be going all live with colors and pictures and graphics and shit. Then be my guest. Decapitations. 
No, people are gonna get to see us now. What what about angel wings? I have no idea what the hell that has to do with anything we just said. Oh, it's when you <laughs> Oh God, what is this about to be? It's um uh viewer discretion is advised. Well, when... this this production is owned by Jupiter Advisory Entertainment, so that's pretty much implied. If I'm not mistaken, is when you cut, take uh, two knives and cut down the uh, back of a human and then pull their lungs out and let them let it flat. Bro, either this, that or is when they um. This they what they teaching you kids in school them. these days? It, it's medieval torture. Oh, old school shit. Well, yeah. well, son of a bitch. Yeah, right back when they now. used to sacrifice people to the god that they pray to now. Isn't he such a forgiving guy? I think they did stuff like that for people like for, for deities like Amon Ra. I don't think they did it for uh you know God and stuff. You know what pagan paganism is? I do, I do. They I they sacrifice niggas for that. Well, let's they, be fair, they've they been sacrificing like, niggas for a lot less in this world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they had to take it to the lambs. We already got through talking about Elon Musk and all his, um, I guess, semi-awesomeness now at this point. You said fuck up wrong, but that's okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. Is that how you spell it? I'm sorry. Uh, How much Keisha is spelled (laughs) L-O-L? But our second topic of today is uh, flat earthers and uh, the flat earth theory. Now, it's no, no... Hidden fact that um there are people in this world that think that it in uh the world in and of itself is flat. Um yeah, we frisbee through the universe, not hitting a single motherfucking thing. Yeah, we're like a we're like a CD player that never we're like a CD that never stops inside the player. Um okay. but just to give uh a little background on the flat earth theory here, according to Wikipedia. Uh, The modern flat earth beliefs are promoted by organizations and individuals which make claims that the earth is flat while denying the earth's spiritcity. And denying the truth and the facts that the scientists give them. Contrary to over two millennia of scientific consensus, flat earth beliefs are pseudoscience. The theories and assertions, damn, I almost fucked it up. The theories and assertions are not based on scientific knowledge. Flat Earth advocates are classified by experts in philosophy and physics as science deniers. Flat Earth groups date from the middle of the 20th century. Some adherents are serious and some are not. I believe that. I believe that to the utmost. I feel like B.O.B. was not an, a, seri- a serious adherent of this. Um, those who are serious are often motivated by religion or conspiracy theories. Through the use of social media, Flat Earth theories have been increasingly espoused and promoted by individuals unaffiliated with larger groups. Many believers make use of social media to spread their views. Modern flat earth belief originated with English writer Samuel Robotham, born in 1816, died in 1884. Based on conclusions derived from the Bedford level experiment, Robotham published a pamphlet titled Zetic Astronomy. He later expanded this into a book, Earth, Not a Globe, 
proposing the Earth is a flat disk centered at the North Pole and bounded along its southern edge by a wall of ice. And he which, wrong, and you know how I know he wrong, because Earth is a hex knot. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's not often that someone hits me with a word that I have no fucking clue what that means. Well, what the hell is a, a hex, hex knot? A hex knot? It... <laughs> It's like um um a bolt. Oh shit! <laughs> what the like fuck, donut, bitch? But with flat sides, with like flat edges, like this, like it's like it's like uh like, like six up, it's like six a circle in the middle. Yeah, okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yep, might as well be fucking that shit. Uh, and they believe that this wall of ice is uh what we call Antarctica. I'm I'm sorry, I can't even <laughs> I can't even finish like dignifying this shit. The earth is round, people. I don't know who the needs earth to... is a dodecahedron. I, I don't know who <laughs> the earth is a triangle, bitch. It's a big, it's a it's a flat triangle, not a pyramid, because clearly Man, see, don't I believe know in you third dimension. We already know that the earth is on top of a turtle's back. See, and I'd be more prone to believe that the entire Earth is on the back of a fucking turtle than to begin to believe. And I believe that, that it's on the back of four elephants too. <laughs> yep. I, I'm more. I'm more able to believe that the life that we are currently living is a simulation before I'm able to believe that the Earth is flat. Yeah, the life that we live in as a simulation of either someone else's conscious or we're all been asleep since birth and our entire lives mm -hmm. is just a built a virtual uh projection of our imagination. It's right, actually the earth destroyed already and we're all just on a on a ship going to find a different planet. And the like the matrix we have is our memories of the time that we have had here on earth and we live it out on a simulation on a ship hoping to be found in the lost space and time. Literally like like the movie The Matrix is more believable than the theory that Earth is is actually flat. Uh, a number of ancient cultures believed that the Earth was flat because simply they didn't know any better. And see, that's okay for them because they didn't have the technology for them to know any better. But today there are there remain people who still believe that the Earth is is flat. Despite centuries of evidence proving this shit wrong. Uh, but you know what? what is flat? What? Miley Cyrus. <laughs> On the top yeah, and the uh, bottom. According to Wikipedia, the exact shape is still a matter of debate in physical cosmetology, but the experimental data from various independent sources, sources such as WMAP, um, Boomerang, and Planck, for example, confirmed that the universe is flat with the only 0.4% margin of error. The universe is flat, but the Earth is. Or has a higher chance of being flat than the Earth. I don't even, I don't even know where to begin with this. I don't see, like, here's the thing. One of the reasons it should be <laughs> incredibly- just saw your brain explode. <laughs> like, one of the reasons that no one should believe that the Earth is flat is because nothing on Earth is flat, right? Come I mean, on. think about it. If your balls are round, <laughs> why would we be sitting on an earth that doesn't have a high likelihood of being like a spear also? And I don't know. I don't think all of space is flat. I think it's it's a giant vacuum that has no shape. It's a formless thing. I mean, I feel it's like a the formless void. I feel like a, uh, the earth 
like truth be told the earth isn't a perfect circle like people say they compared it to like an egg shape but i feel like it's it's rounded but it's like a free moving round thing yeah i mean we've all been in third grade science class where they told us i mean once you learn about plate tectonics and how all the continents have shifted over time of course it's not a perfect sphere exactly because it's got mountains and shit on it but yeah, even if, even if, is like the things like gravity isn't real they're like um the sun and the moon is both inside of the dome that we're in under um there's people who have proof supposed proof that there was um there is a dome by showing pictures of snow on top of the dome whilst having snow on the ground so these people clearly need to go get some dome so they could clear their fucking minds because there's no way you finishing to convince me that you think that even though the earth is flat, we're still a part of some fucking snow globe like bullshit going on out here. I like mean, we kind of we are with our atmosphere and shit with the um, ozone layer and shit. That's our own little bubble that we're in. Because right, we right. And, I, and, and I'm with that. But why wouldn't that also be flat? Why would that shit be a half a sphere, but the earth is still flat. That doesn't make sense. Wouldn't our atmosphere most likely conform to the shape of our planet, given that how the atmosphere is actually built from the level of oxygen and pressure and all that shit that's coming from all of the sides? Yeah, one would think that, but like at the same time, it kind of depends on what's happening at that part of the world. You know, like if that area um, within a wide span, along with like what the atmosphere on the outside feels like um, is different than what it is on like, let's say in North America, let's say North America has, um, oh, um, you know, even better, Aurora Borealis. We don't see that here in America, but you can see that um, on the poles. And yes, it's due yeah. like, to like magnetic stuff, but yeah. like the, the contents and the ozone layer and all that shit is like, better equipped just to like make that happen than here because right yeah and then part of their theory is that we're rotating along the north pole but why the fuck would it be called the north pole it would just be the pole right because clearly if the earth is flat there is no south pole so i mean we, it tilts so it's kind of do, do flat earthers even believe that we tilt though nope so they think we're just frisbeeing through the universe just like somebody just threw a shield one day like god waiting just to do our rotation back around whatever the fuck we got through like god was just playing play-doh one day and was like all right i'm done playing let's just make it flat just fling it into the forever nothingness right and that is how that is how we're here right now i don't even i can't even they got ran over by a giant space car like fuck <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't like and now i'm at a point of i'm like like i said i don't even believe that most of the people actually believe the earth is flat anymore like now we're now we're not even just talking about a flat earth theory now we're talking about the actual flat earthers like like one of my favorite rappers who i could not believe uh opened his mouth and said this shit uh well like claims to believe that the earth is flat but i think this is kind of a rebel thing i think it's just like people want to challenge conventional thought and make you like really wonder because i mean like will you like we like at this point arguing with a flat earther is kind of like when you argue with one of those like religious zel uh, zealots like those uh religious extremists like even if they get to a point of not believing 
what it is they say they believe. They've argued about this shit so hard now. Right, like, and it gets to the point where you got to, like, defend it or you risk making yourself look retarded because yeah. you've been doing so You got to stand 10 toes on that shit now. You know, there was, there was a video. Um, I can't remember the specific video, and I'm not going to advertise it, but this video said... Uh, Matter of fact, I do need to find that video, so I'm going to be talking about it. I'll probably send you the link so you can see it too and blase squase. But um, it was this lady at a flat earth and flat earther convention, and she was basically saying how she wasn't sure that um, what she believed in is the truth anymore. Meaning she may, she think that uh, she's starting to think that the people who are flat earthers are kind of crazy because they keep using these same freaking tongue-in-cheek arguments and denying all types of like legit science because they're in their feelings about the sources but what better source do you have other than people who have literally lived this experience but then they're quick just to be like oh well cgi there's no way they did that they faked the moon landing i'm like yeah they faked the moon landing everybody even globers yeah they faked the moon landing in 19 fucking 69 though it's 2021 people like we might have faked it then but we've been outside of the earth now like what do you say to all of the astronauts that have actually but fuck their way out of the atmosphere and they've actually seen this shit from space and they went around this entire sphere this man legit killed himself trying to prove that the earth is flat and like i'm pretty sure he found that the earth was round from that (laughs) right bro i really i really feel like it's a whole trust thing like you know how like soldiers be like a part like they're part of the government and the military or whatever then after they killed like six or seven people they start questioning why they're there I mean, yeah, because when it comes down to taking a human life, humans aren't used to doing that because we've bred that out of our gene pool, per se, and we're a lot more sympathetic towards other humans and other creatures than we used to be. Um, for the most, only- most of us are. I'm sure there's a percent of us that are just straight fucking savages that don't give a damn. You can, uh, you can say feminist. You ain't got to... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, we did have to get to the top of the food chain one way or another. But I think once we got up here, you know, we started Shit, looking out. Not looking at around. the top of the food chain. Crocodiles are. are at the top of the food chain. Them motherfuckers haven't I, changed ever. Yeah, but that doesn't. That's not why. That's not what makes them at the top of the food chain. There is no animal outside of human beings that are intelligent enough to kill human beings on a consistent basis. Like, yes, there are a lot of better predators, yes, a lot of better hunters, like, in a, in a natural instinct sort of way, but as soon as Marco Polo invented that projectile shit, it was pretty much a wrap for every other thing in existence, like, I mean, well, and now we're talking about stuff that's from Earth, though, like, if we're gonna start talking about aliens and shit, then yeah, they could, they could probably, they could probably sneeze us out of existence if they really wanted to. I mean, we're technically aliens to other planets. Can we sneeze shit out of existence? Well, we got to find some other shit in existence first to test that theory, don't we? Either there's either, 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 either there are no, either here's the couple of things. Either there are no other planets with life on them. There are, but they're smart enough to fucking hide from us whenever we pull up or, (laughs) (laughs) or all the planets with life on them, like earth are, are so far away. We probably, in our lifetime won't see us getting there 
because they're probably still seeing the dinosaurs from where they are. Could be. They could they could have came here a long time ago and just assumed that's what we're going to be forever. It's just a planet full of dinosaurs. Yeah, time is different in space. And the fact that it takes eight minutes from light from the sun just to travel here to Earth. And like if you take into consideration like other planets, like the stars and things that we see, you got to think about how long it took for the light from that star just to reach over here. Right. Time it works differently when you're out of space. Like the fact that if you get stuck into a black hole, time itself basically stops for you. But everything else, millions of years could have gone by and you're still there the same way that you were when you got sucked in, just noodle. You're a noodle. Right. Not to mention, we also have to remind everybody that time is a construct that we came up with. That shit is kind of irrelevant probably to other other places. Not to mention well, I, the, I the amount of time that light from the sun takes to get here is only by proxy of our proximity to it. Like we're just close enough for that shit to happen. But if you move the sun in what our eyes seems like a millimeter away, which is probably like a fucking billion light years, we'd fucking freeze and we wouldn't even like by the time the light hit us, it, we wouldn't even know. We like when a star, know. like if a star explodes it's like eight. right behind the sun, but it's hotter than the sun. We wouldn't even know it explode. We wouldn't hear or see it until Earth had already melted from that shit. Sound doesn't travel in a vacuum. We wouldn't hear it at all. Well, yeah, but shit, even if we could, we'd already if be dead could. by the time the if sound wave actually our eardrums would be. That, that is true. That is true. Like space, And then not to mention, if you're not close enough to a light source, you can't really see shit anyway. Yeah. Like, it it's dark as fucking space, bro. Unless, unless you got some stars or a rogue planet that has some form of light, or you have some it. type of portable light system like on like on most of the spacecrafts that we have. <laughs> like I'm, I can't wait to find out the status um, of what the fuck Oumuamua is, because um, if that was an alien spaceship trying to come over here, then they missed their chance to pick me up. I want to call and report them because I don't appreciate that lift missing their stuff. Scotty, bring me home. I want to fly morning, noon, and night. Hey. (laughs) All right, guys. That is all the time we have for today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in and nerding out with us once again, man. Space and Kitty, Kitty and Space, we do this shit. Remind you guys next week or or next episode, I can't even promise weeks anymore. This shit's just gotten so derailed within the last season. Y'all gonna get it when y'all get it. Y'all gonna (laughs) love it. (laughs) But on the next episode of Urban Nerd Weekly will be the season uh, seven finale and uh, we will actually have a guest on the pod uh, by the name of Hendrix Monet coming all the way from Shit Talk, No, fa- no Fragrance. Uh, so big shouts out to her for agreeing to be on our season finale. Going to be talking lots of cartoons, lots of superheroes, lots of awesome shit. Um, and uh, if you guys haven't got a chance yet, y'all could definitely, I know I said something about this earlier, but I re-recorded the beginning of this episode before I did this feature, so I was just reminding everybody to catch me on episode 106 and episode 104 of Final Score. Uh, matter of fact, I think I'll be on there again, but it'll be after the season seven finale. So uh, once again, thank you guys for tuning in, nerding out. 
Appreciate you for co-hosting with me as usual, Kitty. Yay. But uh, this is your boy, Space. I was here, but now I'm... Busting up the shirt with them titties, though. <laughs>